Starting with Hashem, Daf Samach Aleph. We're four lines from the bottom of Samach and Beis. We're coming off of the uh, the Gemara was discussing. Misha was discussing the Chiyuvim of a woman. We'll jump back into it. Uh, what she has to do for her husband, the seven things, um, and <clears throat> we discussed uh, Menech, that, that a woman has to nurse a child, and that took us into the whole sugya. Now we're just going to discuss about certain things. Um, at the end, we talked about certain, well, I guess the segue of the Gemara was the fact that we were discussing certain things that are better or worse for the milk of a mother that she should, or anyone nursing a child, that they should or shouldn't drink. So now we're going to have some other things that are um, things that uh, uh, maybe they shouldn't, other hanhagas, we'll say, in regards to having uh, good children or uh, children with issues. So the Gemara starts with the two dots, the Misham Shebe If um, someone is Mishamish Mita, uh, near the near the mill, havalo bnei nikti of children who are I think it's epileptic. The mishamsha al ara, somebody has mishamish mita on the ground. Havalo bnei shemuti, they'll have ch- uh, children with uh, long necks. Rashi says the darka, the darka al rama. If a woman uh, walks on rama de chamra, which is uh, the feces of a donkey, havalo uh, bnei girdini. Okay, they'll, the children will lose their hair. The achla chardla, if they eat a lot of mustard, havalu b'nei zilzali, they'll have gluttonous children. The achla techli, if the woman eats cress, havalu b'nei dulfi, they'll have children that um, have very, uh, a lot of tears in their eyes. Rashi says, a nehem zolfos mayim tamid. Okay, uh, the darka, uh, the next one, the achla uh, munini, so that is a small little fish, herring, havalu b'nei mitzitzi ene, they have children who, their eyes, Rashi says, enough of parchais, fluttering eyes, venoise tamid, wandering eyes, lazy eyes. Da'achla gargushta, if you eat clay, havalu b'nei machari, of ugly children. The shas is if you drink beer, havalu b'nei ochmi, you'll have children who are uh, uh, black. Da'achla bisra, b'shasya chamra, okay, so now those are the things that maybe are somewhat, I guess, negative. Da'achla bisra, b'shasya chamra, if you eat meat and drink wine, havalu b'nei You'll have healthy children. If you eat eggs, you'll have children who have big eyes. If you eat fish, okay, so the rest of these I had nothing on. Uh, this one, fish, you could say that you'll have children that have chen because of, we know, it's like a fish. Okay, so maybe you can say a shot in at least one of these things. The achla. Uh, Chris, uh, kar- karpasa, right? Karpas, celery. Havlubini Ziusuni, they'll have children that have a nice uh, complexion, a shiny complexion. The Akhla Kuzbarta, that's coriander. Havlubini Bisrani, you'll have children who are um, who are fat. The Akhla Esroiga, if you eat an Esroiga, Havlubini Reichani, you'll have children who smell nice. The woman eats an Esroiga, she'll have children who smell nice. Now, Barta the Shavarmalka, the daughter of the, uh, this was the Persian king. Achla, we'll have another story with Persian kings later in the Gemara. Today's the Persian kingdom. Okay, the, uh, the Shavarmalka, Achla ba ima Esroiga, so her mother, uh, I guess the mother ate an Esroiga, or would feed her Esroiga, and send her to her father, Beresh Rechoni. This girl was a very, very good smelling girl. Okay, Amar Ravhuna. So now let's get back to nursing. So she says that she wants to nurse. And he doesn't want her to. Okay, that's some Rishonim that say because he's concerned that it'll, it'll mess with her beauty or whatever. The point is we listen to her. Why? Because it's her tsar. 
either I've seen two pshatim on this, either the fact that it's a physical tsar, that the milk will build up in her body and that creates a problem, or that there's a certain emotional bond that she has with the child that it's a tsar for her not to have. So either way, the husband can't dictate that. She says, you know what, I'm not, I'm not nursing. So if it's not, if where she came from, that wasn't the minig in her family, so then she certainly has the right to opt out. What happens if he or lav or What happens if it was the minute of her family, but not his family? My baser dideos. You know, do we go? Can she go after his minute? or does she have to follow her minute? And we've had this idea before that we said Okay, that she only she only gets upgraded, meaning only things that work to her benefit. Will the marriage, can he enforce in the marriage? Okay, but not. And he read this Imai, and, this, and there, here is one of the situations where she is Eile Imai because it was not his minig, but it is hers. Okay, therefore, she doesn't have to. Amar Rabhuna Micro, where do we see this idea that she gets Eile Imai? And he read this Imai, Vihi Bulas Bao, and we play on the words, Vihi Bulas Bao, we talk about that the, this is talking about Abram, sorry, the, the wife. So Baali Yasei Shalbao, that the wife gets uh, upgraded along with the husband. Velebi Yiridasei Shalbao. Rebelazar, Aymer Mehacha, Ki Hi Hoysa Ein Kolchai. Okay, the way we see this all the way back at the beginning, that, ha, that Chava was the, uh, was the Ein Kolchai, Lechayim, we say it's Kolchai Lechayim Nitna Velei Litzar Nitna, that that is again to benefit her and not to be Mitzar her. Okay, so let's get back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah was discussing the seven jobs um, that a woman has to her husband. And then we said that if she brings in shvachais, she brings in a shivcha, so then she could drop some responsibility. She brings in one. And then we said if she brings in one, she could drop some. If she brings in two, she could drop some, uh, some more. Three, she could drop some more. And four. Okay, so we're going to have to understand uh, four, she doesn't have to do anything. She could sit on a lazy boy. So the question is, um, the, why if she has one, and it's ideally if the wife can do all seven responsibilities as soon as she brings in one shivcha, so she should be absolved. The wife should be absolved. If, if the wife can do all seven, so then the shivcha could do all seven. So the wife should be completely absolved. Why is it that we say she's only completely absolved if she brings in four of our responsibilities? Okay, but first of all, Tesis over here, it's interesting, Tesis chooses to say this here. Tesis says, it's a little bit schwer. Um, it's a little bit schwer why she could bring in shivchas in general. The responsibility of the Mizanis falls on who? Uh, so this says it's a little bit right. If he brings in one shivcha, so now now uh, he the, the husband could have just told the wife, "Don't bring in any shivchas." I have, he has to now feed the shivcha and feed the wife. Why is the woman allowed to bring in shivchas at all? Essentially, it's costing the mal money. As far as from his perspective, either my wife can do all seven, or she'll bring in a shivcha, but now I got two mouths to feed. Right, so why does she have? Why does she have the ability to bring it in? And the Tesis is schwer. However, the Tesis Arush answers that a, a person is nicha. A person is happy for his wife um, to, to hire, okay, to feed to feed another woman to to resol- you know, to absolve his wife of responsibilities. He does want to take care of his wife. Okay, but either way, again, what's our question over here? Why is it? So we said the Mishnah said. Um, Right, so she no longer has to grind, bake, or do laundry. Okay, but she still has to cook and nurse, etc., etc. So the Gemara says, "Hashara avda." She still has to do the rest of them. Vitemale, she should say, "I, I, I, lach itza I brought somebody in in my stead, meaning that I, as far as you're concerned, you needed a woman to take care of responsibilities. I brought a shivcha in. 
Why should I still have to do the other four things? Why do I still have responsibilities? So the Gemara says, Misham. Okay, so the underlying concept here is that one person can take care of two people, themselves and one other person. Okay, so therefore, Misham Damar, like you say to her, Har Tarcha Okay, you know what the husband says? Because that Shivcha, she's taking care of herself and me, the husband. However, you, what about you? So who's going to take care of you? Okay, LMI, there's still things that need to be done. And the reality is that she, you're going to use the shivcha, and therefore, so split the duties. That's the idea, split the duties with her, and that's the, that's the answer. So the Gemara says, okay, well, so we just drop another two. She still has other responsibilities. Right? It was only once, uh, once she brought in three, but until then, even with two. Well, again, if the cheshben is that each person can take care of themselves plus one other person, so if there's two shivchas, then they're all covered. The two shivchas take care of themselves and the husband and wife. So why does she still have responsibilities? Hasha ara avda. Why does she still have responsibilities? Okay, so we're all we're all covered. She'll take each shivcha will take care of you. Get one, I go on, and everybody's and everybody's good. Everybody's taken care of. So why does the wife have responsibilities? The Gemara says Mishum Damar Damar Lag. He can tell her. Guess what? We're setting up shop. We're setting up a house over here. Who's going to take care of the guests I want to have? I want to have a kiddush club, right? I want guests to come over. Someone's got to take care of that. Okay, and those don't fit into the seven responsibilities. So it's on you. Shalosh Enametzas Hamita. If there's three, then if there's three, then she doesn't have to be mitzvah Again, there's still responsibility she has to do. Hashara abda. I already we already took care of the needs of the husband and wife and the shivchas and the guests. So who else is there? So he says <clears throat> so right. So again, we said Why can't she say I brought her? Didn't I bring enough? There's already three shivchas I brought in. Okay, I already brought that. I already covered that. So the Marsan Mishum Da'amrullah, he can tell her, Nafish Besa, either we have big family, Nafish or Parchi. No, I want to have more guests. You thought you were covered? You're not covered. Okay, well, if it's unlimited, right? If you just if it's not about fulfilling categories and we have to have enough so that we can have big parties, still, so then why is four? Right? We said four, she can sit on a lazy boy. So Afilo Arba Nami, Arba, so when, when there's four, keeping the Nafishi Luhu, Messiah and Hadadi. Once you already have four, they could fill in for each other and they could, they could scale. Right? It's already an operation at that point. Mustami, you'd have a butler. I'm saying there's already an operation, they can handle it. Okay, it doesn't have to, at that point, you know, when it's, when it's two, three, right? So then, but now you can already play, uh, it's not man on man, it's as ready as his own defense at this point, and they can, they can handle a lot more. Amr Rav Chana, Vitamir Mamish. When we said that she brings in shivchas, it doesn't mean she actually needs to bring in the shivchas. However, elakiban shiruuya lahachnis. As long as she, uh, right, she was able to bring in afal bishleichnisa. Okay, what does that mean? So tana echad sheichnisa loy veechad shemitzamso loy mishala. Okay, the point is, let's say she brought in in her nedunya, she brought in the money, she brought in the means to have shivchas. That would be enough. Now the girsa is veechad shetzimtzam loy mishala. The pasha girsa is that she saved up of her own money meaning she saved her extra money, her ma'akasef or whatever it was, her extra money, and she was able to come to the husband and say, you know what, now I don't want to work so much. Here, take the money, hire a shifcha. Um, there is a, a Tesis has a, a different girsa he brings in. Ve'esha garsin, she'matzola mishalei klemer shuhu ashir. We learn it the other way, and actually some of the Rishonim learn the Gemara, that here we're all talking about 
The way we understand this Gemara is that the woman brings in shikhas, and if she doesn't bring in shikhas, then she has to do all the work. But what happens if the husband's a high-class individual and he has the means to do it? So also there they want to bring in, there's, there's a girsa that says, Taisus, if, the klemer, shvachos, if he has the ability also, it would also absolve her. That's how some people learn this as well, that it's not just she has to bring in the shikhas, but either she brings it in, then she's absolved, or if, they're, if the husband's very, very wealthy and he's able to hire the shikhas as well, so then, Mistama, again, you could say it's the same logic that the husband would not want his wife to be sitting there doing menial tasks when he is a member of a high society. Arba yeshevas bekadarta bekatadra. Okay, four, she can sit in a recliner, she can sit in a lazy boy, just chill. She doesn't have to do anything. Amar Ravuna, afalpisha amru yeshevas bekatadra. Even though we said that she can relax, take it easy. However, there are some basic responsibilities that a woman... Does Avon Mezegas like Kai? She pours him uh, a cup. <coughs> she should pour his cup of matzas lesamita. She should make the beds. So there's some trying to discuss this two different, right? We read one of the seven responsibilities that she has to do is, is she has to prepare the beds. That's one of them. So you say it's different, right? I guess one is making the beds and one is just, uh, one is making the beds like putting on new linen and one is uh, uh, changing, you know, just making the bed as far as making the bed. It's a lot easier. Hey, lifting up the mattress and putting it under. Okay. Um, so, she does, she does, she should, or she, it sounds like she does these things. She washes his face. Now, Rashi points out over here, he says, these things, these three things that a woman, even if she, there's plenty of domestic help, should still do for her husband, these are things that you, you can't force. These are things, that this is an Eitzah Toiva. If you want to have a good marriage, so there's certain things that a woman should do things that are derechiba for the husband. So any of the jobs, like the seven jobs listed in our Mishnah that a woman has to do, so then even if, the, even if his wife is a Nida, she could still do those jobs. These three things are derechiba. But in regards to making the bed, there's only a problem. It's only a problem when she's in Nida for her to do it in front of him. But um, but then it's not going to be a problem. And this is the sugya of what we what we know are harchakas. Okay, so these are the three things that a, during when a woman is in Nida, she cannot do derechiba for her husband. So there we discuss that she can't. Pour the cup. So now we're going to have a bunch of uh, stories of Amarayim who, when their wives were in Nida, so they would they would still give them to drink, but do it in a way that was specifically not derechiba. Shuvah machafal debase, so his wife would do it beyond the smaller with her left hand. So that was considered a little bit a sign of insult, doing it with the left hand and not derechiba. Abaya manchale puma de kaba. His wife would put the cup on the uh, mouth of the barrel. Rava, Abe Sadja. Rava said they would put it on a pillow, right? We know this idea that the child, you can pass a child, so you're not allowed to pass it. Tosus brings down the Machzer Vitri over here that um, Rashi was very careful not to um, pass things. Husband and wife shouldn't pass things. Okay, we say Mikanein Raya because he's saying don't bring a Raya for passing in regards to the cup. These are things that are derechiba. This is not talking about passing. Can't bring a Raya from the Sugya. However, we Paskin, that, uh, husband and wife, from our Chaka perspective, can't pass things to each other. So here we see that Rava Abe Sadja, that Rava, uh, his wife, would pass things on a pillow. That's ideal, right? We have to take a, you can take a baby from the lap or from the pillow um, if you have to pass uh, the baby, but you shouldn't pass me out the eye. Uh, Rav Papa Asha Shifa, Rav Papa would pass on a stool, okay? And notice his wife would 
would put the cup on a stool. The point is they would do things in a way that were specifically not derechiba when the wife was in need. Amar Yitzchak Parchin and Amar Abhuna. Okay, so these are now, because we quoted Rav Yitzchak Parchun and Rav Shem Rav Huna, so now we're quoting other members of Rav Huna, nothing to do with really our sugya, but hakol mashim b'pnei ha-shamish. So let's say you're eating, so, so you're eating, so the shamish is serving you. Now, Mustama, he's watching all this, he's bringing out all this yummy food, so you can, you don't have to give him to eat. Hakol mashim b'pnei ha-shamish, you can hold off from feeding him. Except for meat and wine. What, what type of meat are we talking about? Not just any meat, but that's fatty meat and yayin yashan, right? So these are things that will, will uh, incite or, or what's it called? Wake up the appetite, right? So that's already torture if, you're, if he's feeding you these things and he's not eating. And we'll see a bunch of food torture coming up now. If it's fatty meat, then it's the whole year. Yayin yashan, that's bitkufas tamas. Okay, in tufas tamas, Right, we have a nice uh, chilled rosé. Right, no, it's yain yasha, and so uh, this would be something a lot more, uh, a lot more uh, expensive. But the point is that it, the smell wafts in tufas tamas. You would smell it, and uh, he wouldn't be able to withstand. So you have to give from the sham. You have to give to the shamish. Okay, you can't hold hold off from giving. Okay, that they brought him a tavshila. This um, it was some sort of uh, truffles or mushrooms. Tavshilo da ardi v'ilav diyav liv had not given me to eat is takni. I would have I would have been in a matzah of sakon. Amar Ravashi again other examples of food torture. Have a kamina kamei derev kana va'isili gar galide delifta. They brought me turnip heads bechala in vinegar v'ilav diyav liv. They wouldn't have allowed me to eat it. They wouldn't have brought it to me. And they wouldn't have given me to eat these things is takni, right? I, I wouldn't have been able to, again, withstand the smell. Rav Papa Amar Afilu Tamrosa, the Yinuna Fatty Dates, Kolo de Milsa, what's the general idea here? What are things that get the, that really get the taivas of a person in regards to the food to be, feels like he has to eat it? Kol de Isle, Reicha de Isle Keyu, Kiyu. If it has a smell and it has a certain, I would say, uh, sharpness or tartness, so then um, these are things that a person feels uh, a taiva to eat, and if they don't, then it could create a sakana. Avua bar ihi, uminimin bar ihi, chad safi mikol mino mino. One would give the shamish from each course. He would tell the shamish before he served the course, take a little bit. The chad safi mechad mino. He gave him something to eat, but only one from one of the courses. Mar mishto elio ba'adei. Elio came to shmooze with him, and mar loy mishto elio came to, didn't, right? So we see that even though there is no specific chiv, but the fact that he had this sensitivity, elio came to um this to talk to him. Hanu Tartin Hasidi again two Hasidim Armor Lagra Mari Varapincha, some say it was Mari Pinchas, Bene Ravchista, Mar Kadim Safi, Mar Maachar Safi, one would give the Shamash food before, and one would give it after the Kadim Safi Leomish. The Kadim Safi, the one that would give the the Shamash food before Leomish Day. Elio came to spend time with him, to Maachar Safi, the one that would give the food afterwards, Lomish Day. Amemar Mazutra, Persian King story number two, Amemar Mazutra of Ravashi Abu so that is the Persian king. So we have Amemar, Mazutra, and Ravashi were, uh, were, were at the court of this Persian king. So the servant serving the, the Melech food uh, came 
while while Amemar Marzutra and Ravashi were there. Chazi Ravashi and the Marzutra. So Ravashi saw that the food that they were serving, that Marzutra was the Chavar Ape. His face was white, meaning he, he smelled the food and he wanted it and he was going to be a Matzo Sakana. So what did he do? Shakal Bats Baase. So Ravashi took some of the food off of the serving plate that the servant was bringing to the Persian king. Anach Lebepume, he put it in, in Marzutra's mouth. Amar so the, the right, the Shaitar uh, Amalek, one of the king's uh, secret service came in and said, Afsadat to the Sudha de Malka. You, you ruined the king's food. He's not going to eat it now. You put your hands in the king's food. Amar am I tavet hachi. Why did you do this? Amar he said, man da'avet hachi, pasol amalechol de Malka. You know why? Because I can tell. I am a foodie. I know good food. And this stuff is not good food. This chef is, is not a good chef. And this food was not ready for the Melech. He says, what, what, what did you see? How do you know, right? What, what are you talking about? Why are you saying it's not good? I saw that there was, um, this was pig meat, which wouldn't be a problem for the Persian king. However, Rashi explains that it had saras. This is an animal that had saras. I saw this, and therefore this is not proper food to so serve for the king. Ah, very good. How could he give it to him? How could he put it in the, in the, in the mouth of Marzutra? So he says, the Marsha says, Oh, very good. You guys are on the ball. Okay. It was in a matzah where he didn't actually have to eat it. He just needed to taste it. And since he didn't eat it, it was just put in his mouth. Okay, the answer is they put it in his mouth and that was enough to take care of the taiva, but he didn't actually uh, swallow it or eat it. Okay. Okay, so badku v'loi ashkechu. So they went, they searched the meat. What are you talking about? This is taras? This is Saras ham. I didn't find anything. Shakal etzbaase. So Ravashi took the finger of the chef and he's pointing, right? He took the finger and he pointed. He put it on anach alei. He put it on a specific part of this, uh, the, uh, I guess, the ham. So Amalu hacha mi kisu. He said, did you check this part? Badku ashkachu. And they found that there was takat Saras. Amalu rabbanu my time was samachta anisa. It was an ace that happened. So why were you samachta anisa? Amalu hu chazoi ruach Saras de kaparcha iluya. Okay, I saw, was, I saw that he was Ruach Tsaras, meaning that I saw that he was Mamish, that um, uh, Marzutra was Mamish in a Matzvah of Sakana, so I didn't have a choice. I felt like I didn't have a choice. Um, uh, and therefore, I had to do this. This is discussed, we shine and discuss here, Zachubas uh, Radvaz, in regards to is a person allowed to give up a limb, or should a person give up a limb to save somebody else from Bikuach Nefesh? So we see over here um, that he was willing to put himself in a Matzvah of Sakana. Uh, of sakana. Okay, they say that it's a midas chasidus. Okay, whatever. There was a certain uh, Roman person. It's a told a lady, mincefully, marriedly. She says, I'm not marrying you. Also, I see Rimaini Pali. She took cut up pomegranates. Right, so this is things that are, they're tart and they smell. Put it in his ba'achal kama. And he sat there eating it. Kolmaya did sarila. So she, she, this obviously was, um, was uh, uh, she had a taiva to eat these foods, so she would komaya detsari la belase. Okay, so the saliva she was salivating to eat this food, and she was just swallowing it because she didn't have anything, so she just had to swallow the saliva that she was producing. Beloy havla. Okay, he refused to give her ad until it caused her to like bloat. She started blowing up. Lesayf amarla. So he told her im masina lach if I could heal you, will you marry me? Amrlay in. She said yes. Also, I see money. Pali kama. So he brought more cut pomegranates, ate it in front of her. Amrlay said, "Kolmaya did sarilach," 
any saliva that you're bringing up that's creating problems for you, tuf shadai, tuf shadai, he said. Spit it out, spit it out. Denafka minei kihutsa yarka vasisa, right? A bunch of green stuff came out and um, she was healed. Okay. What? Did they get married? Good question. I don't know. Happily ever after. I don't know. It doesn't sound like it was a Jewish woman either. doesn't. Okay. So now we said that, what did we say? So the Mishnah ended off saying, okay, even if she brings in, right, that was the Tanakama said, she can, she could, she could lie back. She brings in four, four shivchas. She could uh, just sit in the lazy boy. Even if she brings in a hundred, if to force her to do do something, meaning do wool, some wool work, do some knitting. Why? Because it'll, it'll be maybe the day zima. So we, the grammar is just going to pick up on the fact that we said that you, she should she should do wool work, but not linen work. Um, money. That's Rabbi Yehuda. He detanya ain't a kaifa lelama lefnei aviv. He can't force her to do what's um, to uh, to force her to to uh, serve. In other words, just because she has to do something, because otherwise it's a, a problem. She might come to do. She might come to zima. So ain't kaifa lelama lefnei aviv lelama lefnei benoi. He can't force her to serve his his father or his son. Veladitin teven lefnei behemtai. Nor to give teven. To his behema, Rashi says because he shouldn't send her out um, to these behemas because they might be kafat saleha v'tzayin l'revia. But but bikrai he can force her to give tzemer in front of the the bakar, which are more docile. They're not going to attack her. Um, that's one shot of Rashi. Rashi. Another shot is behemtai is male and bikrai is female, and therefore we don't have to be concerned about that. But either way, Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, what's the point? Our sugya af enei kayfalasus bepishdon that you can't force her to do pishdon working with Rishon Masriachas Hapeh or Misharvet Hasosayim. It will cause it will cause uh, it will be Masriach the pet, right? It causes um, it causes uh, it's it's yucky, right? Bad taste in the mouth and Misharvet Hasosayim. It will cause cause her lips to bloat. Okay, Bahani Mili runs. This is work that is very difficult on the body, so you can only force her to do, or she only would do Tzemer work, but not Pishtun work. Bahani Mili Bikituna Ramad. By the way, this is Roman flax that would create this problem. Either way, like we said, the point was we brought in two Tanayim at the end of the Mishnah saying that she can't just do nothing. Batala, Zima, Even if he makes his, uh, makes a sure that his wife shouldn't do any work, Okay, that uh, her doing nothing will cause her to go crazy. So the question is, what is the difference? Um, what is the difference between the two? We'll have to see in a second. But first, that if a person uh, swears off his wife, makes a nether that his wife will not do any work, he has to be Yitzia because otherwise she'll go crazy. These are three halachas from Malkiyai. So we said that the halacha from was the one who said that the halacha is like Rabbi Eliezer. So that was from Yud Vav at the end. Now Shvud was a, a Gemara in um, uh, a Be'a that if you used a skewer on Yantif, so then Shemte, we discussed, can you, you have to leave it in the corner or could you be Mitaltalit Menatzad? Shifchais uh, is our sugi over here, and gumais is uh, in regards to when we know you need stay Cyrus. Do you have to actually see the Cyrus, or can you see the follicles? Um, Bluris, that is a haircut for avoid the zara. So you're not allowed to be. Let's say you're giving a guy a haircut. You're not allowed to be mashpiach 
uh, you know, you're not allowed to uh, beautify what he has part of his hair that's, uh, that's meant to serve a zara, so you have to say a certain part away from it. A for makla, that is putting uh, ashes on the body, that's a problem of ksevis kaka, like tattoos. The gvina and gvinas akum that we say is going to be usher because we're concerned that they, they used to smear it with, um, with uh, uh, sh- uh, fats of a uh, chazir, so remalkiyai, okay? Remalkiyai, so remalkiyai said those things. So the point is that remalkiyai with a vav, and there were certain things where we weren't sure who was the one that said, Allah like Rabbi Eliezer, was it remalkiyai yud vav or remalkiyai? Papa Amar, that it's not shvud shifchas and gumos versus blue say for malkin gvina, but rather it depends on where it was said. Papa Amar Masnisa Masnisa Ramalkiya, that if it's in a Mishnah, it's Ramalkiya, Shmaitz Ramalkiya. Okay, but if it's a member of the Gemara, then it was Ramalkiya, said Allah. It was like that, the Simonich, and where's the Simon Masnisa Malkisa? Ramalkiya is like a Mishnah, so that's Rapapa, like that's a Simon to Rapapa, then he said Masnisa, no Masnisa Malkiya, so he says Masnisa Malkisa. Okay, my benayu, what is the difference? Where, where does it come to a head? Whether you say, Shpud, Shifchais, Vigumais, Ramalkia, and Blue, say, Ramalkia, and Gvina, or Ramalkia, versus whether it's dependent on if it's a Masisan or Mas, a Masisan or a Shmaitza, Masisan, Masisan, or, or a Shmaitza, that actually is Arsugya, Shvachais, because it says, again, Shpud, Shvachais, Vigumais, Ravada said was Ramalkia, and Rapapa says, Masnisan, Masnisa, is Ramalkia, and this is listed in a Mishnah. So the, again, the question is, who was the one here that said the halacha was like Rabbi Eliezer? Was it Ramalkiyah or Ramalkiyah? Good, fine. Rabbi Gamaliel Oimer. Point is, Rabbi Gamaliel said, that was Rabbi Lazar Shita, that, um, that Rabbi Gamaliel says that it will cause her to go crazy. So the Gemara says, these are the exact same thing. What's it, if you cause her to, that she's not going to do anything, she's going to, she's going to be bottle. So then it's, the, they're basically, these two members are saying the same thing. What is this? Machlegas, a.k.a. benayu, demetala biguraisa kitinaisa, vineshadrir. Okay, that she plays with uh, certain things, mesachekes bikloven dakim vis right, some sort of game. So is she playing with little dogs or board games? Meaning, the point is, you still have a problem with Zima because she's not doing something uh, purposeful. However, she's not going to go crazy because her mind is still working. Okay, let's move on to the next mission. Now, the next mission is discussing things. We, we, we've addressed this back on um, Memzayin a little. We talked about the Chiyav of, uh, was it Memzayin? Uh, the Chiyav of Aina. Okay, so there's certain responsibilities that a man has to his wife in regards to the Chiyav Aina. Um, we discussed in Tana, right? We share Ksus of Aina, we had that. Um, so the, the Mishnah says, Hamadir es ishtay mitashash hamita. Let's say a man, so a man has a Chiyav Aina. He has, to, uh, he has to be with his wife uh, certain, we'll see exactly the specifics depending on what your job is and what your availability is. But the point is, let's say that the point for the ratio of our Mishnah is Amadir's Ishtam Mitash Mishamita. Let's say a man swears off. He says, I'm not going to be Mishamish Mita. So, so if he makes the promise for two weeks, if he makes the nether for two weeks, so then um, he must, he must, at that point, he must be Yetzi Vitin Ksuba. Medira Be Shabbosis Rashi says, uh, so two weeks, up to two weeks, he can make another not to provide Tashmish. More than that, Yetzi Vitin Ksuba. Okay, Basul Aimim Shabbos Achas is one week. That if he makes another for one week, then he already has to divorce her. Now, Hatalmidim Yoitzim Litalmud Shaloi Bershus. The Talmidim, okay, so if a guy's learning in Kail, so he can go Litalmud Shaloi Bershus, Shloishim Yoim, without the Rishus of his wife for 30 days. Hapayalim Shabbos. That workers can go for one week. So how long can he go out of town without his wife approving? 
So Talmud, if they're going to learn, they can go 30 days, and a payal, a worker, can go for one week. Now, Taisu says that the Chiddush here is that even though they're minig, they were normally learning in a kail in town, or they had a job that was in town. And then they decided, for whatever reason, the better job or better situation, they decided they wanted to go uh, to a learn in a kail that was out of town. So the point is, they can be mishana minhagam, even though, even though, what did we say, that payalim have a chi of aina twice a week, here we're saying they could still go out of town for a whole week, so that's that's where they're changing up the situation. As um, okay, and therefore they're able to change their situation, meaning where they came into the marriage and the either the guy, let's say, was learning, but he was learning in town, or the pile was working, but he was working in town. They're able to now decide. You know what? I want to go out of town to learn for 30 days to be a pile to work in a different city, that would be one week. So we see tayalim, so those are people that don't really have much to do, hang around. Okay, they have a chi of aina every day. People that are workers, they have a chi of aina twice a week. Twice a week. Okay, those are, uh, we'll call them uh, delivery drivers. Okay, that's once a week. Hagamalim, that's long, long haul truckers. Okay, it's a difference of a very short, is it short term or long term? Okay, how long are they on the road for? Hasfanim, <coughs> those are sailors, they go away for a long time, so it's once every six months, they're very early Ezra. Okay, but let's go back to the beginning of our Mishnah. We said two weeks or one week, right? How long if he is Madir from Tashmish, he swears off Tashmish, so at what point when he makes the neder, does he, does, uh, he makes the neder, if he makes the neder, for two weeks, Beishamai says, then he has to divorce her. And Beishamai says, one week. My time is Beishamai. So what's the difference? Two weeks, one week. So, My time is, so he, he could be forced to give a death. Immediately, yeah. My time is Beishamai. We'll see. Well, actually, Gemara's going to discuss that. But yes, he could be forced to give a get if he swears off for more than two weeks, says Beishamai. Beishamai says, one week. My time is Beishamai. Gamri mi yoledes nekeva. We're going to learn from yoledes nekeva that yoledes nekeva, the husband and the wife. And as we have to look in the Torah. What is the maximum amount of time we're going to force a husband and wife to not be together and that is the maximum what is the maximum time that the Torah forces them a Yeledes the husband and wife if he's Yeledes Nekeva it's 14 days she sits on Demei Tumah okay so she has 14 days the 66 days of Dantara but there's 14 days they can't be together so that is the maximum time that the Torah there's a concept of need there's a concept of Zav but those are limited yes 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 but what is the maximum amount of days that the Torah prescribes, saying that the husband and wife can't be together, once you exceed that, we see that now you've exceeded what the Torah has allowed. So where do we go to the maximum? Beishamai says it's 14 days. We're going to learn from Yilad Zachar, which is seven days. So we see it's a week or two weeks. Up to that point, the husband, we see it's almost like the Torah gave the license that a husband can, um, can uh, prevent or make an other against it. <coughs> Beisola learns from Amilad Zachar. Beisola nami nigri Amilad Znekeva. Why does he learn from the Amilad Znekeva and say that he, we wouldn't force a divorce unless, unless he swore off Tashmish for two weeks? Amilad this gamri la hachanami. Oh, that's very good. It's a good question. If Beisola will learn from Amilad, El Beisola minida gamri. In fact, he learns it from nida. My kemifligi means a nida is up to a week. My kemifligi marsever mida shchech mida shchech. Then I'm going to learn. <clears throat> I'm going to learn Tashmish, meaning my restrictions from Tashmish, or how long a husband can restrict Tashmish, from Nida. Nida is more Shchiach. Here, in other words, we're causing, here he is making a neder. He is Garim that they shouldn't be able to be together. And who is the Garim 
to create the Tumah by Yeledes. That's his fault. He got her pregnant. Okay, so he is the Garam, and that's what we're going to go based on. It's Yeledes. But if, again, if you're learning from Yeledes, you would take the maximum amount of time. That's what the Gemara is asking. Well, if you're trying to figure out what is the maximum amount of time that the Torah would have allowed them to not be together, prescribed them to not be together, that's what the Gemara is asking, then why are you saying Yeledes Zachar, just say Yeledes Nekeva? And then, therefore, we answer, Beisol isn't learning from Yeledes at all. He's learning from Nida, and Beishamai is learning from uh, Beisol would say that, no, that's not, he, that we have to learn midi de shchiach. You can't learn from Yeladis if it's not shchiach. And Beishamai says, we're learning midi de garm, where he caused it from midi de garm. Amar Rab, machlekes be mefarish. Now, this machlekes is, well, I said, what I said before was wrong. This is a machlekes tanoim. Rab says machlekes be mefarish. That the machlekes is, if it's a specific time frame. Avol bestam, divriyakol, yoytzi la'alter, v'yitink suba. So if he says, according to Beishamai, I am not going to have Tashmash for two weeks or one week according to Beis Hillel. That's where it's a machlekes. That's the whole machlekes, two weeks or one week. But he, he put a specific time frame. But if he just said, I'm not having Tashmash, period, he didn't give it a time frame. It sounded like it was forever. So then he has to be Yetzi, eating suba immediately. No, because a neder could, could be that you'll find a Pesach, meaning a way to undo the neder, and therefore we would still wait it out the two weeks according to Beishamai, the one week according to Beishillel, and not force a get. Frech the Gemara, so Zemachlekes, <coughs> would we give a get immediately? Okay, or would we wait for the time frame that is the maximum time frame to pass? So the Gemara says, why are you arguing? We already have this Zemachlekes. So let's say a man says, I'm not going to give Mezaynus to my wife. For up to 30 days, so he can't give. So he can go to a friend and say, look, I made another, I can't, I can't give Mazanus to my wife, so you do it for me. Past 30 days, he has to, he has to divorce her. That's if he says 30 days. 28 is fine. 30 days, up to 30 would be fine. If he said 32, he has to divorce her. However, if he didn't put a time frame on it, then he has to divorce her immediately. We don't wait for the 30 days to come and go. Okay, so the question is, why? We already have this machlagis Rav and Shmuel. That when you make a neder, and the neder would require him to be mitzi her, to give her a get within a specific time frame, do you wait when? Is it only if he specified how long the neder was for? And then we look to see if it violates that time frame. Or do we say, if he, let's say he just made a blanket neder, do we wait until that zman passes or not? Machlekes Rav and Shmuel, why do I need to list the same machlekes twice? The says, I'll tell you why. If we're talking about Mishamish Mita Baha Karma Rav, Rav says... Rav says that you have to divorce her immediately if it's a nether stam. Why? Because no one else may take his place. We said Efshir Bafarnes by Mizanus. No one else may take his place, and therefore immediately it becomes a problem. Avabahi, but when we talk about Parnasa, the Efshir Bafarnes, yes, he doesn't. You know why? Because Lomaisa shall get Mizanus in the meantime. So maybe that's why Rav said, it, maybe only by Tashmish, where she's for, for the time period, undefined, unspecified time period, because she is out today. There's no, no, she's, nobody can benefit her. But by Mizanus, somebody can benefit her. You'll be aiming mighty little Shmuel, maybe you'll greet Shmuel that. But even by Stam, we'll wait for the 30 days since you could be Maimon Aparnas. Maybe Shmuel only said it when we were talking about Mizainus. Okay, Abu Baha, that's where you can, even Bistam, you can wait for the time period. Abu Baha, when we talk about Tashmish, again, because you can't be Maimon Aparnas, one may not 
bringing a substitute husband, so maybe he'll agree, and therefore we need this machlekes listed both to say that their shitas have exclusively to do with stam and mefarish, and they don't they they don't have they don't discuss anything else. So this is the earliest we finished in a while. So I'm going to do a quick review, just so we still have something. Okay, so first we just we discussed all these things that are either uh, certain hanhagas that are either good that lend themselves to having um, better children versus worse, worse children. Then we discussed back in, in regards to nursing. We said, let's say she she wants to nurse and he doesn't. When we listen to her, let's say he wants to nurse and she doesn't. So she doesn't need to listen. Meaning, if it's not if it's not built, if that's if, if that's not the way the both of their minhugs, then she doesn't have to. Okay, even if it is, uh, even if it's his minhug, if it's not hers, she doesn't have to do it because any you read this, you know, like we learned from either Bulas Baal, which is Belias Shabal, or Inka Chai, that it was Lachai of Alilatsara. We said, okay, then in regards to the Shivcha. So she brings in one Shivcha, she does she drops certain responsibilities. That she has to do the rest. Why? Because the one Shivcha could take care of him and the Shivcha herself. But the woman, the shifcha was really brought in for the woman, so therefore they have to essentially split duties. If there's two, then she does. She can drop other responsibilities, but she still has to do something. So the question was, why does she have to do anything if there are already two shifchas? They can each take care of themselves and the husband and wife. And we said that, what about archi parchi? Same thing we said with three. Maybe should, there'll be more b'nei bayis or archi parchi. So we said, okay, but four, she can sit in the lazy boy, okay, um, even if there's many guests, they can work it out with four, they can take care of it. And, um, and we said that even if she doesn't actually bring in, but let's say she comes in with an adunya or she saves up her money, okay, or like we said, some Rishonim say that even if he's very wealthy and it's according to their class, that, that she also wouldn't have to do these things. Now, Rabbi Yitzchak brought in Rishonim Rav Huna that she still has responsibilities and the way Rashi explained it was that she should do, Darachiba, a wife should do for the husband, that she should pour, pour him uh, and we said that Rav Huna said that all these malachas that a woman uh, does, the seven listed in our Mishnah, so we need to, can do, may do, except for these three things, which are derechiba, okay, and Rava said, that it was regards to Matsya Samita, Shalai Bafana, if you were able to, and we saw the bunch of Aishas, the, the wives of different Amarayim that stayed away from doing things there. Achiba, they specifically, they had to give their husbands uh, what to drink, but they would make sure to do it in a way that was Lahepach, uh, that was not Derechiba at all. Okay, um, then because of Rabbi so we brought in certain things in regards to uh, food. Okay, we said Hanhagais uh, that uh, you can eat whatever you want in front of the shah, the the um, the shamish, even though he hasn't eaten yet, okay, you can eat anything except for baser v'yayin. Uh, and Rav Chista said, uh, depends baser shaman yayin yashan. It has to be old. Uh, then it's, so baser shaman. We said all, at all times are problematic to eat without giving him some yayin yashan. We said betkufas tamas. Rav said would be a problem. Okay, and then we saw all the different amarayim that didn't eat machmas a certain taiva that they had. Okay, that it's some. It's a. It, we said it's going to be a sakana if it has a certain smell and tartness. Okay, and we had the avua and manimin. Okay, and we had the two chasidim that uh, one 
gave uh, the, the shamash from each course. One only gave him from one course, and the two chasidim, one would give before they ate, one would give after they ate, and Eliyahu, to the ones that did it with Midas Chasidis, Eliyahu would come to be mishtai with them. Okay, and then we had the story in front of the Persian king story number two, um, that we had the story uh, where Amemar um, and Marzutra that, uh, and Ravashi, they were on the, by the Persian king, and, um, and there was the nace, right? So he gave, Ravashi gave uh, Marzutra something to taste, not to eat, because it was chazer, Okay, and the whole, there was a nace that happened. He said, they asked him why he touched it. He put him in front of the king, and he said that uh, because uh, he, he, what he really did it was because to save, um, he saw that um, Marzutra was chaber ape. Okay, and then we said that even if she brings in 100 shivchas, he has to force her, he, or he can force her to do semer work, wool work, because she's got to do something, maybe the zima. And we said, not pishtun, like Rabbi Yehuda, that uh, pishtun is masriach, we said, but only maybe the zima. Then we brought in, who is this? Uh, we said the halacha. The halacha is like this Rebbe Lazar. Who quoted it? Is it Ramalkiyah or, or uh, Ramalkiyah? Well, that depends on Rav Ada, how you go with Rav Ada, that it's shvachas shivchas gumais, shpud. Shivchas Gumois, okay, it is Ramalki, Ramalkiyai versus Rapapa says it's Ramalkiyai because it's in a Mishnah. Okay, Rashimamil says, Afamadir, that even if you swear, you swear off your wife from doing any work, you have to give her a get because it'll bring to Shigoyen. Okay, we said, what is the Nafgamina? That is, uh, if you give her, let's say, Klavim Dakim, right? She has something to do. She has board games to play or dogs to play with, so she's not going to go crazy, but we still have a problem of Zima. Then we discussed Amadir Ishtami Tashmish. Okay, so he says, right, that Hanas Tashmish will be Aser, so he basically is saying his wife can't be with him. How long? Beishame says two weeks. Beishame says one week. Beishame learns it from Yeledes because we're going to learn something that he causes from him that he causes. He causes, uh, he causes Neder and he causes her to become, he causes her to get pregnant and therefore she, Yeledes Nekeva would be two weeks. So that's the maximum amount that he is allowed to swear off Tashmish. Beishame says one week. He learns from Nida. Okay, um, now, Rav said the question, and the question Rav and Shmuel are discussing is, do they, do they actually, is it only, do they only get the week or two weeks if they say, let's say according to Basil, one week, that he's Madir Tashish for one week, or if he's Madir at all, do we wait the week? So Rav says, we don't wait the week. It's only if Mefarish that will give him a week, if he says up to a week. But if not, if he's Stam, he just makes the nether, then he's going to have to divorce her immediately. Shmuel says, even if he says Stam, okay, because maybe he'll find a way to get out of his nether. And even though we said we had this machlikas before, in regards to Mazinus, that the, the cases are different. You needed to learn this machlikas in both cases, because over there, by Mazinus, you be Maimid Parnas, which obviously when a man is swearing off Tashmish, meaning he can't have somebody else provide Tashmish for his wife, and therefore... Um, and therefore, uh, that's why we need to listen to Machlekes in both cases.